Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nina! You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the first back-to-back -back Super Bowl champions in 6,944 days, almost 20 years since New England did it at the end of the 03 and 04 seasons. The Chiefs have done it at the end of the 22 and 23 seasons and given up People were shoving dirt on this team after Christmas at nine and six, but we knew if they could clean up those areas of the holds, of the giveaway takeaway, of the drops, that this team would become a force. This team became a surging force that did it the very tough way to make it happen. The goal's always been to get three, but we couldn't get here without getting the two and having that target on our back all year. And I love these guys right here. The men that we just won this thing with, family forever, baby. I couldn't be more proud of you guys. And how about it? We get a chance to do it three times in a row. How do you get excited for that, baby? You go party in Las Vegas and get back to it. Hey, you still got to fight for your right, don't you? You got to fight for your right. <laughs> Believe it, baby. I'll see y'all next year. Peace up. A-Town. There's so much to talk about, man. Congratulations on getting through your 9 to 5. Thank you so much for listening. It is The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sportsradio.com, and also the Odyssey app. We will take calls this hour. It is important to me that your voice be heard today. Today's show is not about me. It is not about Rob. It is about you guys and celebrating your team, your city, winning another Super Bowl and the party that they have planned on Wednesday. It's supposed to be 61 degrees outside on Wednesday. 61 degrees. Oh, Wednesday is going to be a time at Union Station. It is going to be a time on that parade route. We are going to celebrate together. Over the course of the next few days or so, this is where I would like to start the five o'clock hour. And again, I do want to take your phone calls. I promise you we will. If you have played sports at any level, you have visualized you up to bat in the bottom of the ninth in the World Series. And if you hit a home run, your team will win. Or whether you played basketball and you got a shot to win the NCAA tournament or the NBA finals, or you have visualized yourself sinking a putt that would win you the Masters. 
very few people ever get the opportunity to live out that dream and that scenario that I just painted for you. We all have visualized it, or you've been shooting free throws and counting down, whatever it is. Very few human beings ever get to actually experience that, and we get to see what you look like in that scenario. We got to see Patrick Mahomes in the most high-pressure situation you can ever be put into in his job. The Chiefs are down 19-16. to It is a minute 40 left. The Chiefs have two timeouts. I don't care about your charts. I don't care about your pro football focus grades. I don't care about those stats on the little black box that Sean Barber always gives me so much grief about. It is a feeling. It is a confidence. Do you think that your quarterback can take you down the field and score in that scenario? Do you think your closer can get outs? I don't want to hear about warp. I don't want to, I don't care about BAPIP. Can you get these three outs so we can win the World Series? Can you put a drive together to give us a chance to win the Super Bowl? That first drive was easy. I mean, you can't make it look more effortless, more calming, be more poised, be more dominant than Patrick Mahomes was on the final drive of regulation. That's it. That is everything. That is from the moment you go to St. Joe and everybody is there and everybody reports, I guess other than Chris Jones, but that's, you know what I mean. Everybody is there from that moment up until a minute 45 left in the Super Bowl. It is everything that you have worked for. Every practice, every OTA, every drill, every frustration, every high and low, none of it matters. It comes down to that moment and your ability to execute in that spot. And Patrick was masterful. And then he was then asked to do it twice. We know a lot of people that have one hit, right? It's kind of hard to have two. You can get lucky and get a one hit. I can't name another song of the people that the Macarena made. I know they made the one. I can't name another Baja Men song. I know they've got the one. Patrick was then asked to do it again. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I mean, that was cool what you did at the end of regulation, You now have to do it in overtime. And if you don't score, you lose. But if you score a touchdown, your team wins the Super Bowl, and you get to go back to Disney World, all all expenses paid. You, Brittany, Sterling, Bronze, all of them, everybody can go. A whole city, a whole community, a whole region of the country is riding on your ability to execute this drive. They went down the field with ease. And scored a touchdown and won the Super Bowl yesterday. So I want to talk about the defense. I want to take you guys' phone calls. There's a lot of things that I want to do over the course of the next hour. Before we do any of them, they won that game because Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. Sure, they couldn't have won that game yesterday without Trent McDuffie. They couldn't have won yesterday without how great Mike Padell was. You needed Travis Kelsey, who was great in the second half. A lot of people contributed. They won that game because they have a superhero at quarterback. They are a dynasty because they have a superhero 
at quarterback. They got down and then came back, and you were never worried about it because you know that they have a superhero at quarterback. That's what yesterday was about. He had two of the drives that you dream about. The athletes spent their entire life working for, and he executed both of them effortlessly and flawlessly in what I believe we'll hear tomorrow was the most watched football game ever. And in a building and room full of stars, that Super Bowl was, everybody who was anybody is at the game yesterday in entertainment. That's how we know if you really get money, if you was at that thing yesterday. He was the brightest star in the room. Jay-Z's there. Beyonce's there. Taylor Swift is there. Floyd Mayweather is there. Joe Montana's there. Everybody is there. He was the star among stars yesterday. That's how incredible he was. He was amazing. That's why they're having another parade. They have a superhero on their team. It's Patrick Mahomes. I do want to give credit to the defense. Because it wasn't just all Patrick Mahomes. It was the defense too. Rob, I'm sure at some point you and I are going to have a debate about this because that's what we do. It's kind of the job. I will never have a conversation with you about paying Trent McDuffie. Never. Not one time. Because there's not anything to debate. Trent McDuffie is arguably the best young corner in the NFL. Whatever you think about Sauce Gardner, you need to include Trent McDuffie. Whatever you feel about Patrick Sertan, you need to feel that way about Trent McDuffie. What I saw him do yesterday, and there were times, Rob, where they put him on an island. This is not you getting help from Mike Edwards. This is not you getting help over the top. This is you up against a elite, prime, number one wide receiver, Padlock. You knew coming into this that San Francisco had four major weapons. Christian McCaffrey had a decent day. He wasn't necessarily efficient. 30 carries, 30 touches for 160 yards. But if you have 160 yards and score a touchdown, you played well enough. No one else on their offense did anything that was really damaging. Even as much as, even as good as Juwan Jennings was, he had 45 yards receiving. Like, based on the impact, you would think Juwan Jennings had a much bigger day than what he did. And I thought he was great. George Kittle had two catches for four yards. They had some streaker. He had more yards than George Kittle had yesterday. I saw him run for more yards than I saw George Kittle run for yesterday. Brandon Ayuk, he had less than 50 yards in this game. Debo Samuel had 41 yards from scrimmage. If you add his receiving and his rushing, Christian McCaffrey got his. He might be the best offensive player in the league that that doesn't play quarterback. He was going to get his. He had a good day. They didn't allow anybody else any room to breathe yesterday. Not a single person. They didn't allow Kittle to breathe. They didn't allow Debo to breathe. They didn't allow Brandon Ayuk. None of them. Their defense was special yesterday. And I say that America got the full Chiefs experience. I mean, this is really the culmination of everything that we talked about after the Chiefs lost the AFC Championship game to New England. You remember, hey, we got something special at quarterback, but we can't let the defense mess this up. We don't need the defense to be great. We simply need the defense to give Patrick Mahomes a chance. Well, you know what happened? We got to see them create a legitimately great defense, as they have, a legitimately great defense. 
And we've also got to see if you need Pat to bail you out, he can still do that too. So they got the A-plus defensive effort. They also had a quarterback that could save them from the fire. That's how you win the Super Bowl. That's how you do it. That's what they did yesterday. Let's open up the phone lines, 913-586-7610. I do want to give you guys a chance to chime in. I do want to talk about the overtime rule before we get back to phone calls. So Kyle Juszczyk, he's the fullback for the San Francisco 49ers. You guys probably know his wife. His wife is the one who designed the Taylor Swift jacket. She's a very famous designer. So Kyle Juszczyk was asked after the game, hey, why did you guys choose to get the ball first in overtime? Here's what Kyle Juszczyk said. You know what? I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really I don't totally know the strategy there. No. No, we haven't talked about it. No. <sighs> there is absolutely no defending, no excusing. How Kyle Shanahan handled the overtime. I think that Kyle Shanahan is an incredible coach. I think Kyle Shanahan has run into two incredible forces in the biggest game of your life. One was Tom Brady and the other is Patrick Mahomes. It's got to stink. I think Kyle Shanahan is amazing. I really do. How they handle the overtime, the strategy behind it, not having your team prepared is unacceptable. I watch a lot of college football. Rob, you watch a lot of college football. This is basic stuff. This is football 101. Football 101. You never take the ball first in overtime. Never. You always defer. You always go on defense first. You know this. You know this. And the most mind-blowing thing to me out of all of it, even if you don't know the rules, at some point you realized them. And then you realize, oh, snap. We gave Patrick Mahomes the football. And now we have told him the exact thing that he needs to do to beat us. And we have given him all the resources imaginable. We have given him three timeouts, no clock, and all you got to do is score one touchdown. We told the greatest player of his generation that. That's all you got to do. You kick a field goal, and now Patrick Mahomes knows, all right, bet. If I go score a touchdown here, we are winning the Super Bowl. Well, you don't have a choice. You lost. You lost. I remember this story, and it was about the recruitment of Derrick Rose. And, Rob, in this story, a college coach comes into the gym, and the college coach is walking around, and he asks, hey, who's World Wide West? And then somebody says, if you don't know who World Wide West is, then you don't have a chance of getting Derrick Rose. So you should maybe start watching some other kids. Like you, you're wasting your time. If you are going into a scenario and you don't understand how dangerous Patrick Mahomes is, 
then you lost. And if you are operating like he is normal, then you have lost. If you are operating like this is just any old other quarterback, then you have put yourself at a disadvantage. You got to think of Patrick Mahomes like the casino. You know the casino, there's a house edge. You know that. You are going into the game at a disadvantage. The Chiefs have won 77% of the games that he has started. So you are already going into it with a significant disadvantage. I'm doing everything and I can to try to make that advantage as close to neutral as possible. Rob, you know how they say in blackjack that if you play like basic strategy, you give yourself like a small percentage chance. Like the house still has an edge, but it's small. It's minuscule. But if you start deviating from that, you have, you have really cost yourself. This is basic. This is basic football 101. You have to defer in overtime. Have to. You defer. You let Patrick score. And now you know what you need to do. And then at the end, you come to a fork in the road where you can go for two and try to win the game at the end of the Chiefs, I guess, your possession. Or you're not going to go into a sudden death scenario with the maybe the greatest living football player. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. I, that, that will probably not work out for you. I don't even know why you say this out loud if you're San Francisco. There's some things you would never get me to admit on camera. There's some things you would never get me recorded saying. This would be one of them. Me telling reporters that we didn't know the rules is not something I would ever let you get up with me on film. I mean, what's that saying? Prepare to fail. or Yeah, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. That was the Niners. Chris Jones said it. It was training camp, and they went through, hey, here are the new rules. Here's how we're going to handle things with the new rules if this comes up in the postseason. They had a plan in St. Joe when they were meeting at whatever the name of the dorm is. I think it's Scanlon Hall. When they're up at Scanlon Hall with 40 dudes who aren't going to make the team on air mattresses and futons and all this stuff and that hot, horrible dorm, They were sitting around talking about, here's our overtime plan. That's what they did in St. Joe. Meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan and co. get to overtime. Bill Vinovich reads them the rules. It's on the ribbon board. It's on the jumbotron. They all see it, and they go, "Uh uh-oh, what do we do? There's a cut in there. You can play it. Shanahan says on the heads of the analytic people, be like, hey, what do I do here? And they came to the consensus, getting the ball third, that's the play. Getting the ball third is an idiot's decision. Again, I'm not saying the college football system is perfect, but me and you watch college football. The current NFL system is basically college football. Do you know what you've never heard someone do in a college game? Take it first. When Bama and Auburn are overtime, we're going to take it first because we want the ball third. That's what we really want. That's an idiot's behavior. And then to go out and tell everyone, yeah, we weren't ready for it. We didn't know Eric Armstead telling the ringer and the athletic Yeah, we learned the rules on the Jumbotron. Andy Reid had his team prepped in St. Joe. That sentence alone should give you the most confidence in this Chiefs team. I was hard on them in the regular season. You were hard on them. Text line, you were too. You can act like you weren't, but you were. But the fact that Andy Reid in August is sitting down having meetings talking about how to handle Super Bowl and playoff overtimes and Kyle Shanahan is, while the coin is in the air, having a conversation on the headset of what now shows you why the Chiefs keep walking home with Lombardis and why the Niners and all the 
other teams in the NFL keep watching and complaining on Twitter. So the story in the ringer is chief safety Justin Reed told the ringer that the Chiefs had first discussed the new overtime rules as far back as training camp. Chris Jones told the ringer, quote, we talked through this for two weeks, how he was going to give the Niners the ball. And if they scored, we were going to go for two at the end of the game. We rehearsed it. Meanwhile, a member of the San Francisco 49ers said that they learned of the overtime rules on the Jumbotron on the field during a TV timeout. Some of this stuff is basic. Basic stuff. Like, I'm a big believer that sometimes it's just, I don't know if it's hard work or like general common sense. Like, maybe you were not a great student, right? But you know what you did? You applied yourself, you tried hard. You did all the assignments, you turned in your homework, you listened. And you know what? You got to be in that class. You know? You didn't do nothing special. You just did what you were supposed to do. And you passed. In this, I mean, I want to give Andy all the credit in the world. That's what you should do. But then when I look on the other side and I see how another coach in the exact same position didn't have his team prepared, didn't have his team ready, didn't do any of those things. And of all the meetings and all the conversations about football, it never came up for, hey, what happens if this game goes into overtime? That was their third postseason game. They played two others before this. So you're telling me at no point over the last month that the San Francisco 49ers discuss, hey, I mean, what do we do if this game goes to overtime? How? Someone on the text line says, why does the average Joe Blow fan know the rules better than them? I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this, and I'm going to tell you, it, it, it is going to blow your mind. Some of you watch more football than they do. That's simple. Some of you watch it and follow it more than they do. Like, have you ever, Rob, this is, I make, you know, I love analogies. This is a good one. Have you ever gone to Best Buy and you can explain to them better than you can? Like, then they can explain it to you? Have there happened to you before? Like, when you go to the store and you, like, you're telling the person that works there about it. And you're like, oh, wait, you just work here. Like, you just work at Best Buy. Like, you don't really love video games. Or you don't, like, really know TVs. Oh, you just work here. It's a job. Oh, okay, never mind then. A lot more football players are that way than you think. That's a fact. And some of you guys are super passionate about it. I don't think every football player is that way. I, I don't even think that San Francisco is unique in that way. I don't think that. I think there's a lot of football players that didn't know that yesterday. There were people in the NFL network. Uh, uh, Drew, Jones Drew, the running back. He didn't know the rules yesterday. Some of you know and follow the NFL more than they do. That's what happens. Someone says the Joe Blow can also Google during the game when the question comes up. You're right. That is also it. I mean, I I knew before kind of going into it, but it's also my job to know the overtime rules. This is what we'll do. We'll step aside. We'll take a break. Coming back, we will take your phone calls. 913-586-7610. 
913-586-7610. I want to give you guys a chance to chime in. We'll do that on the other side. And I also want to talk about I also want to talk about MVS and he is maybe the most unlikely Super Bowl hero, but it is so Kansas City Chiefs that he is. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. First and go at the three. Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and checking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front, receiver in motion, low snap. He runs and he throws, caught, touchdown! It's caught! Hardman caught the ball! The Chiefs have won! The Chiefs have won! The entire bench empties! Chasing Mahomes in the end zone! Their third Super Bowl in five years! The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions! It is a dynasty! The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 58, 25-22 in overtime. I do want to get back to your phone calls. One thing that I wish the NFL would maybe simplify for the overtime rules, because I'm, I'm seeing some people are confused a little bit about it. I don't know why the clock is there. I think the clock is... It is unnecessarily confusing because that's not the way that our brains treat clocks in sporting events. So if you were watching it and you were seeing the clock diminish, 
and you were seeing the clock run down and you don't get the sense of urgency from the Chiefs, you're screaming call timeout, not knowing that it just simply will roll over. It will just roll over. So let's say, I know it didn't happen, but let's say that the clock had hit zero. Then the quarter would have ended. The game would not have ended, but the quarter would have ended. And the Chiefs would have then went down to the other side of the field, just like a change of a quarter. It's just unnecessarily confusing. It doesn't need to be like that. My overtime fix would simplify it. San Francisco gets an untimed possession. Kansas City gets an untimed possession. Once that is over, if it is still tied at the end of it, we now go back to sudden death. That's something that I think everybody can understand. Hey, we want to give both teams an opportunity. If it is tied afterwards, then the next point in this game wins the football game. But I understand how you guys are seeing the clock go down, and it it didn't have to be that confusing. So I will give the the fans now, the, the, the teams, I'm not giving San Francisco any leeway. I can understand how this was our first time seeing the overtime play itself out that way in the NFL. They literally have never had that overtime before. It's the first time ever. Because remember, it used to be sudden death. So for most of our childhood, it was sudden death. Then they switched it up because that wasn't enough. Now we had to make it even more fair. All right. You know what? There's, there's one final step in this. Someone said, like college, basically. Yes. And this, I mean, I think they should kick it off. And you should have to go down the field. So I, I, I do want it that way. But yeah, basically college. Get an untimed possession. Go down the field. Take your time. Don't worry about it. We'll give you one more shot. Chiefs, you get your shot. If it's tied, sudden death. Easy. Everybody understands it. Very simple. Let's go back to the phone lines. Oh, actually, you know what? I want to say this real quick about MVS. MVS. And if you know MVS, I want you to get this to his peoples. I never doubted you. This show has held you up all season. I've never wavered in my confidence towards you. I've never wavered in my belief of you. I've stayed solid. I've stayed true. This entire time, anyone else that tells you is lying to you and they don't want your best interest, but I do because this show has been a longstanding Marquez Valdez scantling supporter. Even yesterday when they threw you the ball and you were running backwards, I still believed in you. Rob, the image of Chris Jones standing up on the sideline, yo, what are you doing? That's You had the same response to that that everybody else did, the same reaction. That's how I felt. But on a very serious note, the most likely unsung heroes ended up being the hero of the game. Their first touchdown was Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I think one of the lasting images from the Super Bowl is going to be MVS planting the flag in the middle of the field. MVS... He gets to end his Kansas City Chiefs career as a playoff hero for Kansas City. McCole Hardman. I would say maybe the most negative play that happened this postseason was a McCole Hardman mistake. It could have cost the Chiefs big. It really could have. It it left the door for Buffalo to end the Chiefs season. He scores the game-winning touchdown. 
What a story for McCole Hardman. He started the season not playing for the Jets. Like, he started this season injured, behind on the depth chart. Then, in his time in Kansas City, he got to hear people chant his name. Remember, his first game back, he had a big punt return. He gets that. And his season ends with him catching a game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl? I'm telling you, yesterday was, it was the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what it was. It was the Kansas City Chiefs. All their flaws, all their imperfections, all the great things about this team. You got a chance to see all of them over the course of one evening. The Chiefs did a lot of things wrong in this game. But this year, none of it mattered. They overcame it. They overcame it. They figured out a way to win in the most dramatic and entertaining fashion. That was the 2023 Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go to the phone lines. Reed called into the show. Hey, Reed, how you doing today, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, man? Hey, so I, good, good, good. Thank you. I have two comments and two questions real quick. So first comment is I hope you guys had a great time out there. Um, CDOT, I saw you post on Instagram. It looked like you were in a club with a glow-in-the-dark bottle and Pete Sweeney. So it looked like you guys are having a good time. Second thing, I was in the military for 24 years. Very first thing that they teach you in boot camp is attention to detail, and that permeates your entire career in the military is attention to detail. It astonishes me that an NFL team is able to even get to the Super Bowl and not have enough attention to detail to understand the rules of overtime in the playoffs. I think we'd beat that horse dead, but uh, it, 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 it's crazy to me. So the two questions are, uh, there was a lot of conversation throughout the season about Brock Purdy and game manager and all all of that stuff. So I, I, I'd really like to hear your opinion on whether or not you think last night helped his case or or if it kind of hurt his image. That's one. And number two, I heard on first take this morning, um, I think it was Stephen A. brought up the question, is, is who is closer to the GOAT? Is it Mahomes to Brady or is it LeBron to Jordan? And I'll listen off the air. Thanks, guys. Reed, I appreciate the phone call. I guess to me, really quickly about the rules, we can move on from it. I understand not knowing every single NFL rule. They didn't prepare for overtime in three postseason games. Like, I understand if you didn't know the the tuck rule a couple of years ago. Like, I get that, right? I had never seen the tuck rule happen before. I didn't know that it was a thing. I can understand not knowing the tuck rule. It just... It doesn't make sense to me how your team is not prepared for the possibility that it's tied after 60 minutes. That's not some crazy thing that happens, and it happens every week in the NFL. Like your team's not prepared, and hey, if this happens, the rules are different now. So we should be prepared for them. Best case, worst case scenario. It doesn't make sense to me. I would say yesterday that Brock Purdy was good, not great, which is kind of how I feel about him as a quarterback. I don't know if anyone has moved off of what they saw yesterday from Brock Purdy. I thought Brock Purdy was fine yesterday. He actually made more plays than I had given him credit in that game against that defense. I thought Brock Purdy gave them a chance to win. I thought San Francisco did a lot of other things. I mean, their star running back had a, That first drive, they were surgical, and Christian McCaffrey fumbled. They then gift-wrapped the Kansas City Chiefs their first touchdown by the muff punt. 
where the MVS right in the middle of the field. I mean, there were some mistakes in that game that happened that had nothing to do with Brock Purdy. Now, that's football. I mean, the Chiefs also had a fumble from Isaiah Pacheco. Mahomes had an interception. Football happened. But I, I came away thinking, all right, hey, Brock, you were fine. But I would say Brock was good, not great, which is kind of what I think he is. I thought Kansas City's defense did a great job in stopping the Stars. And I, I, I think their defense deserves a lot of credit for how he played. I think, I think their defense deserves a, a whole lot of credit for what happened. I mean, we talked about it all week with Brock Purdy. He's a game manager. And we argued about if that's an insult. We argued about what that means. We, we argued for two weeks about Brock Purdy. And the consensus was he's a game manager. He's not a game changer. He's not an elevator. He is not any of those things. He's a game manager. When the game's going to script, Brock Purdy's fine. If you can get back on the script, Brock Purdy's good. If it gets off script and it's, hey, go make a play time, Brock Purdy can't do that. And I felt like you saw the very obvious difference in quarterback. You know what we said all the offseason when they traded Tyreek Hill? I know that's two offseasons ago. Everyone that believed in the Chiefs said that that's because Patrick Mahomes is going to be the rising tide that lifts all boats. He's going to make everyone better by being great. He still did that in that game last night. Brock Purdy's not that guy. He can't lift the boats. But you know what? There was enough success, enough good drawn-up plays. Kyle Shanahan's a good enough coach that he looked better than I thought. But at the end of the day, there's a talent disparity and a go-win-the-game disparity. And 100%. that was on display. 100%. I would say that Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy didn't do anything for San Francisco to lose the game. And for him against that defense and that spot, you will take that every single time. The difference is the other team's quarterback will make plays that will actively go out and win. So, no, you and I see it the exact same way. If you were Brock Purdy, there's no reason to hang your head based on how you played yesterday. And, I mean, there were two separate times that you left the field and your team was leading in the Super Bowl. Your team was leading with two minutes to go. You then scored on your first overtime possession, and you were counting your defense to get off the field one time. And we saw they couldn't. Keep it right here. It's the drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. You're listening to The Drive. Now CDOT's got one extra point. Let's go back to the phone lines, 913-586-7610. Jared, you called into the show. Hey, Jared, how you doing today, man? Not too bad. Hey, what a complete and intimidating organizational win. You already hit on it with the coaches and our guys knowing what they're supposed to do. But our front office, having two free agent veterans, our two biggest ones, get hurt, and we replace them without a scratch, and we move on. And the fact that our special teams play, the field goal, the block field, the block extra point, the muffed punt, uh, just seeing all of it. And I know the Patriots, the Patriot way was, you know, celebrated, but he made them drones. And we still have personality. And, God, it's got to be scary to see us. And I'm just so excited, and I thought you hit it all perfectly, but just wanted to celebrate. Thanks, Jerry, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. I appreciate you. I, I know we still got a long way to go. And I'm sure every team feels this way. This this could possibly be 
the best chance that we will ever have of seeing a team win three straight Super Bowls. Everybody's coming back for the most part. Now, we'll see how they'll handle the Sneed situation. We'll see how they handle Chris Jones. And we can start having much more of these conversations Thursday when their season is over. But I think offensively they should be better next year. They were 17th in points scored this year. They should be better offensively next year. And defensively, we'll figure out what they do with Snead and Jones. But outside of that, I this is the team that's going to return a lot of its key pieces for next year. Of all the teams that have ever had a chance to win three in a row, this one is by far and away the best chance we will ever see. And if this quarterback and this team can't do it, then I'm here telling you it can't be done in the National Football League. It is impossible then to see a team win three straight. It is just way too difficult. But I saw you could get them right now at plus 750. Win the Super Bowl next year? I don't think that's bad. I don't think that's impossible. They're clearly the best team in the AFC. I don't care what any other team does. They're the best team in the AFC next year on paper heading into the season. So I just, I don't know. Rob, do you have a favorite commercial from yesterday? Do trailers count or pure commercial? Either one. Because obviously Deadpool and Wolverine. I mean, that, come on now. You know, you know the vibes. did, Did they announce a date? July 26th. Okay. July's going to be busy. Twister and your movie comes out. That's one way to say it. That's definitely one path to. I just didn't know. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. I was uncertain. My favorite actual commercial commercial is the Ben Affleck Duncan one with J-Lo and Tom Brady and Matt Damon. I I really enjoyed that one. All right. I imagine we're going to talk more about this tomorrow. So do you still do you have the audio of what the mayor told me when he was on the show? You remember when he was on the show? Remember what he told me about the parade? Did you cut that? I did not. I can cut it for tomorrow, though. Okay. I then text the mayor after the game. I was, thought I was joking. I text him after the game. I said, see you Wednesday. And he said, I got you. What does that mean? Does that mean that I am at the parade? Does it mean that I am in the parade? Because I would like to be in the parade. I would like to be with him. I don't got to be on the player. I didn't catch a pass. I didn't block nobody. But I can at least ride with him. You know what? Put me on the truck with Frank White. You want to be on the truck that gets booed? Not if I'm on it. (laughs) (laughs) Not if I'm on it. Today was a lot of fun. I hope you guys had a lot of fun. Let's have a lot of fun the rest of the week. It's going to be special. Take care of yourself until tomorrow. It's the drive. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.